Well, it's a, a good evening in um, Springwood, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. And um, for all you people who are watching today, we appreciate that because I said today because it's still a morning for our co-host who's up in the UK. She's right at the very top. You're waving her hands. And so our guest is in the middle. And so um, without further ado, let's um, pass on to Andrea. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dream in the New Dream. Um, and today is Thursday, and we're on this eventual portal eclipse, solar eclipse, and all of these amazing things that are happening at this time, and new moon, I believe, as well. So, um, yeah, so welcome back. And um, today it's my great honor and privilege to have Medina Labarkin on the show, who's down in Melbourne. Um, and hi, I connected with her probably i don't know weeks ago now um and i was um on an ian welsh's pine cone workshop which i thoroughly enjoyed and i'm a magnet for pine cones and funny enough and where i was in majorca this week the pine cone trees were everywhere it's just amazing <laughs> anyway um without further ado thank you for being our guest today and i know you've got so many gifts and talents you know you're a spiritual teacher um you do reiki energy and you're an author singer songwriter singer songwriter you also um are the founder of um arise humanity and also you've just come back from five days filming um the new golden age movie so where would you like to start? So why don't we start at the very beginning and like t tell us about, you know, obviously where you were born and how things have unfolded for you all along the way, your highs and lows that have brought you here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very thrilled to be here and I really appreciate um, the invitation. And um, yeah, I, I apologize about the background. <laughs> I'm usually on Zoom and I have these other sparkling backgrounds. These are different platforms. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, well, uh, it's lovely to be here. And um, my background is I was born in um, Melbourne, Australia, actually, in a suburb called Templestowe. And it's, that's really funny because I love temples. And yeah. um <laughs> so I was born in Templestone and the funny story with that is my son when he was little one of his first words was Gadish and I and he would say it with passion he'd say Gadish Gadish and I think I wonder what this word means and then I was one day watching um the movie Jesus of Nazareth and as Jesus walked into the temple they said and now Jesus walks into the Gadish so he the one of the first words he said for about a year was temple and um, so that was really interesting. But so I grew up there and uh, we, I lived there for like 20 years growing up. And that that was a lovely, quite a rural suburb of um, uh, Victoria. Well, I was surrounded by orchards and apple orchards and things like that. And um, I used to just go roaming in the um, paddocks, you know, during the day when I was little and... That, that was a lovely connection with nature mm. there. Now it's wall-to-wall -wall houses, you know. Um, <laughs> there's very little nature and it's all um, houses everywhere. But um, so that that was my experience growing up. And I, when I got um, to um, 
the age of um, going to uni, I, I did um, a course in psychology, sociology, English, you know, those sorts of things I was interested in. And I did a Bachelor of Arts and a postgraduate diploma. Uh, always interested in, you know, trying to understand people, which is, you know, what psychology is about. And then I, I guess I morphed into having a family. And after I'd had my um, two smallest children, I, I felt very inspired to follow um, a more metaphysical path, which was, you know, a more spiritual path because um, my daughter was always, you know, going through that phase of saying no and I didn't want to get cranky. <laughs> so I thought I'm going to have to... Uh, learn to meditate and 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 to chill out <laughs> so so then i i learned that and it was funny because the lady who was teaching was very psychic and she said to me after the first couple of sessions i attended she said you're going to be teaching this soon and i thought wow that's really interesting and um i ended up i was and um i started teaching to community groups and um young people uh, meditative practices and I, it just was the right divine timing for me to really align with all that information. And um, from that point, I, I did a whole lot of alternative modalities, like I did Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 and then um, became a Reiki master. And then I, I did a lot of following on um, modalities that were in alignment with that, such as um, free sensory perception healing or Pleiadian light work, where you read people's energy fields, and you can pick up what their uh, issues are, what, what they need to work on, that sort of thing. So, uh, and that was a fairly sort of a natural flow on from my inherent skills that I had on a soul level that I already came in with. So it was like I, I sort of on some level knew this already, but it was just being um, triggered again and I was remembering it again. And then... Um, from that point, I guess I, I've been passionate about working on my own evolution. And also, I, I felt like a bit of a warrior always. And I'm thinking, why am I a warrior? You know, well, what's the purpose of this? The last two years have made it very clear. <laughs> I was a warrior. Now I get it. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I when all the whole pandemic thing started, I... I, I was guided to set up a group called the Guardians of Sovereignty. And um, we we were striving to um, share the truth of what we thought was happening um, in various different ways. And I think uh, that through divine providence, we were able to uh, get out to a lot of people and from there I've, I, I started a YouTube channel called Arise Humanity which was again about raising consciousness about um, really exposing truth of, of you know the uh, globalist agendas things like that and um, from that I set up a Patreon community which is a global online community where we support one another because many people are very isolated at the minute and especially mm -hmm. through lockdowns and things you know we had such severe lockdowns in Victoria where I was originally from but I've actually moved to Queensland because as Jeffrey mentioned it's a bit of a prison state it has been and so I was guided to go where I could speak more freely and also where there was more sunshine, which is up north. And um, so, so I moved up there to 
to do that. And, I, and I'm on an island now in Queensland. But um, the other thing was from that, I I was able to start my YouTube channel, Arise Humanity, and I've done about 400 and I think it's about 460 videos now. And oh. um, Yes, I know. I saw it the other day. I thought, oh, my gosh, have I really done that? <laughs> and uh, but a lot of interviews, a lot of sharing of information and connecting with other uh, like-minded people. And that has led me in a, in a sort of a natural evolution on top of radio. I've done a lot, quite a lot of radio too, both in America and here in Australia, community radio here in Australia. And, and these sorts of things, plus publishing a book and writing music and things, have naturally evolved into wanting to use creativity to get a message across on a, like a documentary format, like a movie format. And I, I remember 10 years ago I had the mission to do this and I thought, I said to my partner, I feel like I meant to do that. And, oh, thank you, Jocelyn, that's very kind of you. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed that. Um, and I, um, I, I felt very guided about 10 years ago to do a, a movie documentary and I thought, how is that going to evolve? You know, when you have this... Yeah. And it's, like a pie in the sky thing. They think, how on earth am I going to ever do that? And and then I just had it sitting in the back of my consciousness for a, quite a long time. And it must be a matter of divine timing because I knew this filmmaker actually through the Guardians of Sovereignty. So, you know, when you do something for the collective good, it always comes back to you. And not that you do it for that intention, but it does. It really does. Mm -hmm. And um, I connected with a beautiful filmmaker then and... Um, I, I, I felt really guided to activate on this movie documentary thing. And how's this? I rang him and I said to him, this was about four months ago, and I said, hi, it's it's Medina and um, I've got this inspiration and I'm going to run it past you and just see what you think. So I told him about my idea for a movie documentary. And would you believe he'd just been on a retreat. So he'd been actually thinking about this and he just literally walked in the door from coming back from the retreat and he said to me, I've just been thinking about doing something like this. I've just walked in the door from a retreat. And he said, let's do it. So that was a, wow. a moment of perfect divine timing. And um, so we've been running with that. We've just spent five days in a film shoot with some of the most incredible leaders in Australia in the Freedom Truth of Movement. And we've gone to beautiful natural locations because we want to film most of it outside in nature because, you know, that's such an important part of where we're going um, and, and the new golden earth is connecting to, you know, nature and our environment. And and so uh, we, we we just come back and, and it was just such a brilliant, amazing experience with incredible people and it just flowed with, the divine support was was off the charts. We we, we had so much divine support. I mean, we, there was um, a couple of amazing Australian um, teachers that are often on social media, and I I can't give too much away about it because I'm not quite sure how much I can. It's, you're supposed to, you know, keep some of it um, secret as to, you know as as you um, reveal what the documentary is about, but. Um, there's two amazing people um, in Australia that have had a big part to play in the um, ascension and particularly with Uluru. A lot of people listening might know who I'm talking about. 
But they heard about what we were doing and they literally turned up at our shoot and said, we'd love to be involved. And, you know, that's part of that divine synchronistic timing. And we were so grateful for that. So that that was an example of how it just flowed incredibly. Oh, that's fabulous, isn't it? And like you say, when you're in the flow, it just happens. <clears throat> you know, the, the people and the places, it's just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's it's just such a such a beautiful confirmation when that happens. And it's very, very um, uplifting because every time some freak, some sort of affirmation or some flow happens, it really raises your frequency and, and, and you just you know that 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 you're not doing this yourself that you have the full support of the divine and really it's it's just um very grateful to to that energy that that's behind it, uh, what we're doing here so it, it is about uplifting people it's about informing about you know positive things that that we can create you know in the world you know solutions for for the mm. problems that we see and and it's going to have a very positive constructive hopefully meaningful um substantial you know aspect behind it you know a lot of the things i watch now on media are fear-based and they're quite oh. negative so so you know I, I have a very strong um motivation within me to create something that's beautiful and that is um contributing positively to the zeitgeist and to, to people's um, feeling of hope and, and, and positivity and, you know, especially at the moment with everything mm. that the body is experiencing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, like, you know, we had this massive great divide, which was horrendous on so many levels. But, you know, if we look at the positive, it brought more people together. Uh, yes. You know, there's so, you know, neighbours connected and, you know, <clears throat> and did things for each other and all sorts of different things. And and it's now, without making judgment, okay, all this happened, um, you know, we have to accept and move on. And it's like now, how can we all come together as a tribe to make a difference, to be here to help humanity? Exactly. And I think, and I think that's the key, <clears throat> excuse me, the key to it all now is, okay, what can I do today to make a difference? Where do I need to be? What do I need to do? Um, you know, i got all sorts of little daily rituals that I say. Um, yeah. But, you know, I it, it, it's... I love it. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna, it's, I'm, it's so I'm important. Because with, um, with everything happening, there's, there's a sense that you can feel overwhelmed and a bit sort of paralysed. Oh, what can I do to make a difference? You know, or... Or people that, that they have an inner prompting about what to do, but they don't trust themselves, or they don't, or they don't think that they have the capacity to do it. I mean, I, I, I didn't know how on earth I was going to be able to do a, a movie documentary, but I, honestly, it just came together with such ease and flow because everyone was um, so supportive and keen, and and so when when you go in the direction of your soul calling or your soul mission. It does come together in miraculous ways that you couldn't have guessed. And, and so just trusting that even if it's a, some huge thing that you're wanting to accomplish, it will come together if that's part of your soul mission and it's the right divine timing. Mm-hmm. So where are you with, is it your documentary movie finished now or have you got to go back and do some more? Or, you know, where are you with it at the moment? Well, we've we've done a lot of filming, which has been fantastic. Um, 
but it needs a few months of editing and there's mm. also a, quite a bit more filming to do it we're fi filming in three states Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland and we've still got uh, a little bit more to do in Queensland and also a, a few interviews um, down in Victoria. So there's still a little bit more to do mm. and we're also wanting to put some beautiful uh, special effects so it becomes a little bit, you know, multidimensional and also mm. um, it, it shows people the um, the potentials and the possibilities for humanity through, um, you know, working with um, portals and different things like that. So um, it's it's going to it's going to hopefully be a little bit different. Mm, fabulous. Well, so, so now that that's coming into fruition, where are you mm -hmm. going to go from here? <laughs> you know what the world is your oyster. Yes, and 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 this this is what I want to convey to anyone listening that that you know the world is our oyster now because we're 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 starting like a, a reset, not the not the um you know oh. the, the globalists reset, but it's our own you know co-creational reset of of you know how we can live our lives and what we can do and and to to really take on board that you know anything is is possible in terms of what we can manifest because we have. Um, a lot of cosmic support. We have a lot of, you know, uh, the Schumann resonance is off the charts mm. now. You know, the, the Mother Earth's heartbeat or her um, Kundalini, whatever you want to call it, is is supporting us. The cosmic energy, the solar flares that are coming down. You know, we're getting a lot of um, high vibrational energy to support us as well. So it is a really great time to start you know, new new soul um, promptings, you know, missions, goals, whatever you want to call it. And um, so I would like to continue doing um, documentaries or entertainment that is really meaningful and, and that lifts people up, um, it inspires and it informs, you know, um, and is very beautiful. You know, the, the, it's sort of like we haven't had entertainment that has done a lot of those things mm. for such a long time that we don't even know how that would look. So I want to try to go beyond where we've been before, even with colours, for example, and imagery and maybe even with affirmations. But, you know, these affirmations will be transparent, not like the subliminal messages that were yeah. put in TV sets when we watched TV and we didn't even know about it. Um, you know, that... That, that is where I would love to go if I had a magic wand and could say that's what I want, what would I create, that would be what I would continue doing, whether there was money or no money because I, th I think another question to ask yourself is what would I do if there was no money and it was not a matter of survival or, um, you know, paying for my rent or whatever, what would I do just out of the pure joy of, of doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> follow that right okay where so where should we go from here because obviously like the movies it's been a massive like you say what 10 years ago that you put that thought out and it's and it's taken that length of time and as we know it's divine timing it doesn't matter you know we can are upon i want to do this and why this is not happening and, and what have you but we don't see the bigger picture of all the pieces of the puzzles that has to come together do we 
you know, That's the people right. who are the players. And yes, yes. Because you often have the seed of the thought or the sort of unconscious sort of inspiration quite a bit before I find for myself. You know, one of the first things I always wanted to do was to write a book and have it published, and I had that. But that came a long, long time before it actually happened. And I, I walked into a publisher and I told him about my book and he said, I love that, let's do it. <laughs> you know, it was, again, divine timing. And then, you know, um, that that's happened many times. I remember I, I had for quite a long time I wanted to record a choir with one of my songs. And again, I had I had to wait for the right divine timing. And I, I went to a local school, and the choir teacher said, "Oh, we love that song. Let's do it with the kids." And and so then I, you know, and and it's sort of in a sense, um, you have to maybe have the the thought and then sort of surrender it, let it go, and allow the divine timing to just kick in when it will. And so I, I notice on my journey, I've had quite a few of those things that have been there in the background and then they've come at the right time and then the next one has come or maybe the other one's been sitting there behind as an evolution mm -hmm. of the one that I've already done. So mm -hmm. um, it's very interesting the way that it happens but it, it, it is in a sense about non-attachment because if you're too attached to something and you're energetically grasping at it, you, you don't allow it to go in its own divine timing. So it's about having it and then releasing, letting go, and just trusting, I think, is, mm. is really important. So tell us about your book that you've written. What was that about? <laughs> sure. Well, um, it was called, <laughs> it's got a funny name, it's called Hilarious Poems, and um, the character was called Hilarious, which is a, obviously a pun on hilarious. And... Um, <laughs> So <laughs> it was for kids, but it had um, many multi-layered meanings in it for adults and for kids. And it was about all aspects of life, poems that were, um, you know, different things that people experience in life and had, had a bit of an Australian edge to it. You know, things like, for example, in Australia, if, you, if you're not good at sport, then you, you may not necessarily be as popular. <laughs> <laughs> sport is big in Australia and so that was one of the the uh, sort of ironic poems that I wrote the importance of you know being good at sport <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah yes sports days were never my favorite I have to be honest <laughs> no me neither <laughs> You're either that way inclined or you're not, aren't you? You're either good at those sort of things or yeah, you know, always the yeah. last or near last but one. I thought, no, not for me. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's as, as I'm finding now, you know, as, as everything unfolds and we're getting so much information about what's going on in the world, that my, um, the things that I thought were, um, when I was younger, that, that made me very different. For example, at school, I thought very differently to a lot of other um, kids, you know, when I was in secondary school. And the things that made me different then that I thought were an issue are actually now I'm realising that they're really actually um, very important and that um, those qualities that I didn't understand then and that made me different are actually for this time now. Yeah. It's for this time to for for us to um begin afresh to let go of everything that we thought was true and to and to start again in a way that's um much more um 
at a high, higher frequency, a higher vibration, um, in a more evolved consciousness. And, and so it, I was just chatting to someone today about how the things that, that, that um, made me feel like I was different and that I was something potentially wrong with me or something when I was young are actually the things that are helping me now be, be a help to the, to, to the planet, you know, at mm -hmm. the moment. Because I know there's so many of us, and speaking for myself, at times think you've been dropped on the wrong planet. I, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> we joke yeah. about that, and uh, you know, oh my god, <laughs> this can't be right. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, you know, we know, and it's like being the new Earth teachers and the new Earth leaders now, and that is, you know, right. going to this higher vibrational of consciousness and. Yes, and, and those skills are coming to the fore. You know, the things mm -hmm. that 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 uh, we didn't understand perhaps when we were younger, um, ways of of seeing the world in a way that is, um, yeah, very, very different to how we've traditionally. Um, yeah, it's taken us a while to get there. <laughs> yes, better late than never. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Some of these things I thought, like doing it later stages of life, I, only on paper, I might add. And I think, well, really? <laughs> yeah. But that's, you know. Um, so what about your your singing and your songwriting? Because obviously we didn't have time to get have any clips or anything to hear. So what sort of um, songs and songwriting have you been doing or in the past? Well, I, I, I love um, sort of ethereal type songs. And I, I wrote... Um, uh, CD of uh, about, I think it's about 12 songs called Touch the Sun and it's on my website if anyone wants to have a listen but um, these songs were uh, channeled songs that were of a high vibration and frequency and they they were about um, again they were very relevant to this time now um, because, um, you know, one of them was called Stand Strong. And, and that song was about, you know, staying really strong within your spirit, within your foundation in the midst of a storm, you know, in the midst of all this stuff going on around you, the importance of being able to um, hold that inner core. And, and so it's very relevant to this time mm. now. And um, there was other songs like uh, Greener Fields, which is about the energy of you know that there's going to be an incredible amazing new golden age which is what my movies are um, unfolding so that we can all experience where we can do what we love and we can be in our joy and we don't have to worry about money and all that sort of thing um and um i just noticed too before a comment come across about lemuria and you know it, it is um and mew and and so thank you uh, Jocelyn for that comment it's 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 about um re-remembering all the positive aspects of Lemuria and and those ancient times when we were activating our gifts and our skills but this time you know being able to to go in a, a, a positive direction that that isn't um sabotaged or you know <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. go off track you know um being able to hold that timeline and and so yeah, I, th I think that the, the songs were also about healing and, and, and expressing emotion because when I would um, do, I did a concert tour in Victoria and um, in every, um, in every uh, 
concert I'd have people in the audience sort of crying because they it was like a, a healing through sound the sound frequencies um, of, of, of the songs as well and um, so I I think that you know the sound healing is is going to be a very important aspect of going forward too in the new the new earth um, mm. working frequency and sound and our voices are so important in that as well and um, utilizing our ability to sing and to, and to use our voices to to you know raise our frequency and um, heal one another as well mm. oh yeah I'm really into sound I've got a great big gong I don't know if you can I just oh, yeah, that's <laughs> um, I haven't played it you know, because I had the accident and, and one thing and another, I hadn't played it for a little while. So I, anyway, I eclipsed. I thought I need to get the gong out on the land later, and I could feel the the gong wanted to be played. I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't played it, but um, we were talking about sat and I was talking with another friend, and I was saying like the importance of humming and like when I've done sound workshops, I do the bumblebee exercise. And oh, so, so when you cover your ears and your, you know, close your eyes and then you go, mm, so that's just a short version. But when you do that and, and you listen into the sound, your inner toning, and it sounds like bumblebees. And I've always said like to mums, if you've got children, get them to play bumblebees and it just brings them grounds them right back in again you know instead of them being it, it's yeah. a great and it's so powerful and you know i've read some things about what they're doing to bumblebees now which doesn't um not in alignment with where i'm at put it that way um but yeah and i know we, we were saying as well people don't years ago in the uk don't i can't speak for anywhere else people always used to whistle you don't you don't hear anybody whistling anymore <laughs> absolutely yeah that's a great point yeah yeah i i, I whistling is such a beautiful happy yeah. thing isn't it? Well, i don't know if dogs like it that much but people like it yeah it's a lovely yeah. happy thing um and yeah. it's a skill isn't it to be able to whistle well mm, but it's funny because there was a little guy in, on holiday and he'd come out the he must have been about 10 and he was whistling and I looked sort of him and he looked at me and I, and um and I thought god I haven't heard anybody whistle in in yonks you know and it's funny but like I suppose in the old working class days I'm going back a few past lives now god. <laughs> um and you know people would come home for work and they'd be whistling away and or you do the milkman well of course a lot of these old ways have gone <laughs> Yeah, it would be really interesting to actually know on a, on a metaphysical level what sort of um, impact whistling has in terms of frequency, you know, how mm. much it raises your, your vibration. Mm. That would be interesting mm. to research um, because I know when I listen to somebody whistle, it, it, it's beautiful. It's, it's a lovely thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, my sister can do one of them. I can't, I can't do it. Crazy. I can hear about a mile away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Not, that's not so harmonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger Whitaker was famous for his whistling tunes. Uh -huh. I don't know if you're aware of him over there, but um, yes, I do. I, I remember he had a very famous song, Roger Whitaker, and it was so beautiful. Um, 
um, that the person that just just wrote that you might remember Not the yet. name of the song, but he had Not a very famous song that was so beautiful, Roger Whittakin. He had such a, 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 a amazing voice, very very, um, mm. very sort of profound voice. Yeah, beautiful. But you know, to, I mean. I in, I'm not haven't been doing it so much because I've been doing other things. But I, I've been working with the voice, and each note relates to a star sign and a color. So, like yes. I'm a Scorpio, so Scorpio's color is aqua blue, and it's a note of G. So, um, and I was talking to somebody a little while ago, and um, I he was a flute player, and I said, you know, what's your star sign? He said, oh, I'm a Leo, and I said, Leos are yellow, color yellow. And they're the note of E. He said, oh, my flute's in E. I said, well, there you go. <laughs> and actually, there's also a thing where there is an instrument that aligns with your soul. So, you know, for some people, for example, it might be, you know, the piano or it might be um, the double bass or, you know, so there, there is an instrument that, that speaks to your soul as well. Mm -hmm. interesting. And I know for me it's the gong because this, this gong's been all around, well, parts of Australia where I've been doing walking in the footsteps of the ancestors and um yeah so this this and this landed on my doorstep in Springwood in Queensland like 2010 so it's been on quite a journey <laughs> with me wow. it's, it's not over yet you know so uh, and wow. I was blessed I didn't take it but I was blessed to go to the closing ceremony of Uluru what three years ago now so um you know went with the tribe so yeah, and I went. I first went there in um, it because my birthday is eleven eleven. So I went there with a friend on eleven eleven eleven. So that was oh, pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah, we had crystal bowls and what have you. So um, yeah, lovely. lovely memories. So oh, you would have known the two people I'm talking about that are in our movie. I wonder if I can say their names. Evan and Stephen Strong were they were they there? Possibly, yeah. but I mean, if there was a massive gathering, but yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, so so. they they helped to, you know, there was a very significant um, thing that happened with Uluru in I think it was twenty. 21 in 2021 and it, it apparently Stephen talks about it and says it allowed for the humanities shift in a positive in a you know really positive direction mm. from what they did at Uluru because yeah. Uluru was such an important and crucial uh place location uh, energy for the planet Mm, mm. And I've got a friend, Kat Kinney, who has got it was channeled the song Canyini, which she um, posted up yesterday, and getting everybody all around sites and around the planet to sing in um, singing Canyini. So sort of, it's a really powerful time at this moment. It is. It really is, mm. and and it also is full of opportunity. I mean, you, 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 you look at a lot of the information out there, and it really can drag you down energetically. So, um, I think if you just focus on on what can raise your frequency and how you can be in alignment with your greatest gifts and abilities, that that's so important at the moment. The more people that do that, the better. Um, mm. And and you know, you raise above the um being energetically um touched by by the negative things that are happening as well when you do that and you know whether it's um you know the the frequencies through you know chemtrails or or food that's mm. been or whatever it is you know it's 
really important to, to keep your frequency as high as possible at the minute and to do things that are preventative in terms of your health, you know, keeping your immune system strong, which, of course, is being emotionally in your highest um, vibrational space. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, with your, like your global network, I mean, it's lovely that, um, I am out of look yet, but it's, it's in the queue. <laughs> it's just like, I've got, I've got a long queue at the minute to catch up on. It's like, oh my gosh. Anyway. Um, was, yeah. So where was I going with that? Um, yeah, it's all about the coming together through groups and, you know, you see more and more people doing Zoom calls in webinars and, and there are all, lots of them are freeze free or you get a taster to get an example um but yeah i mean it's yeah there's such a a variety of different things coming at people from different levels and it's just being aware of what you know what level is this coming in, in at you know it's yes 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 that's true right. in a discernment and mm. sort of um, working out what what is authentic, what is for your highest good, what perhaps has other um, you know motivations behind it, and, and and aligning with your soul tribe, you know your spiritual tribe is yeah. is such an important part of it as well, and and I think that really strengthens us energetically when we have other people around us who are of the similar belief systems and vibrations and. And um, I think, like you say, it's happening more and more in the world now. And, you know, the internet is one way, but also if you can physically, you know, connect yeah. with people as well that, that are in divine alignment, it's it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of people that are not in alignment uh, with the changes that are happening, you know, that they, they may be choosing on a soul level to leave. Mm they're not able to absorb the the frequency changes to allow them to 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 go to that level it's really their free will choice that then maybe they don't want to participate in that way yeah yeah and, and this and like now you know with all the different things that have happened is is stepping back and not getting hooked in and you know like now think well it's your soul's choice your journey and that's what you're choosing you know and and Mm -hmm. and allowing you know whether you agree with what they're doing or not you just got honored this that soul's choice something you You know it's yeah it's taken me a while to get there believe me with some of the things that are going on it's like oh my god (laughs) but i know I know it's hard. It's hard to do because as, as an empathic, you know, a healer, someone who cares about other people, you naturally want what you think is the best for them, but that's yeah. your own perception of what you think is best. And, and so, you know, you, you have to, uh, in a sense, again, it's about that non-attachment, just releasing, surrendering, mm-hmm. letting it go, your own opinions on that and just saying, well, that soul has made a choice that's right for them, whatever whatever that is and that that's really spiritual mastery isn't it when you can can do that it's an art (laughs) because sometimes I think oh really and I zip it Andrina (laughs) (laughs) it's really hard not to say things sometimes yeah yeah (laughs) You know, and you go, oh, Medina, just yeah, zip it. Don't yeah. say it. Now it's not. It's not an ideal time, but it's really yeah. hard to, to not speak sometimes. It you know, is. Um, yeah. I mean, even yeah. with family, you know, when, for example, yeah. 
many of my family who have had the thing in the arm, I don't yeah. know if we can say what that is, but yeah. we all know what we're talking about here. You know, when, when they say that they've got these um, continual ongoing health issues and everything, I've got another health issue, I've got another health issue, I'm off to the doctor again, I'm off to the doctor again. And you feel very much in like you need to sort of say that it is related to that but it's beyond that now that you've already said that and they don't listen and it's like just let it go you know there's nothing that you say that you haven't already said and they're not listening anyway and you know so when that when they continually say you know there's this ad you know health issue and that health issue and this health issue you know when this person was perfectly well before you know and and you just have to in a sense just um release attachment and just mm. not say anything and it it is hard not to speak when you know we we we, we want to be able to speak freely i think that's mm. been a really hard thing for me i mean that's one of the reasons i left victoria came to queensland because the lady down the road was actually um arrested you won't believe this for a facebook post she she put yeah. um a post about wanting to uh, have a gathering with some people, like-minded people, you know, um, about what was happening at that time. And they stormed into her house. She was pregnant and she had young children. She was in her pyjamas and, you know, they um, were arresting her. So, um, you know, this was just down the road from where I was living. And, you know, I don't want to recap on the on the negative, but, you know, it was a pretty full-on time, as many people know, in Australia, especially in the prison state, as Jeffrey so happily put it. And, um, and um, so, you know, the, it, it's incredible that, that the world went, went through that level of um, oppression. Um, but then maybe the equal and opposite reaction is that people wake up and then they resist what is not um, clearly that's not in alignment. So, you know, maybe that also was the catalyst that pushed this great awakening much more in an accelerated way. So, Yeah. Yeah, yeah it all happens for reasons. And like you say, we're not always aware on the earthly level what they are but on another level you know you can see the great awakening you can see the changes and yeah and I know like many that have you know jibby jabbies and what have you and and there's a lot of people have passed through through that and you know and, and the first question people want to ask is did they you know and you can't help it it's a it's a natural reaction and and you think well whether they did or whether they didn't it's their soul's journey and and you, you know you just got honor that and and find the compassion you know and it took me a while but i got there <laughs> yes yes it, it, it's really a test isn't it a spiritual mm. test and and to not say oh well you know i told you so or you know i tried to tell you da, 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 because you know it's probably not appropriate at that time when someone's just passing no. or past, you know and um but it's it's trusting that divine process as well um and yeah we can't have the bigger picture It'd be great if we could great that would yeah. be really good. in fact i'm yeah. hoping when i cross over i get a lot of the answers in because i love yeah. to get the answers <laughs> yeah oh, a lot of questions mm. <laughs> but talking about um colors because i don't know like I've shared some pictures of rainbows recently and I mean the colors are so much vibrant now you know yes. and 
and there, you you can see layers of layers of, of the different colors. It's just amazing. I love yeah. that. I really love that. And, you know, it was it reminds me of we just finished filming one day with the movie and this is what I'm talking about, the divine flow. We finished filming and we looked up and there was a double rainbow over the mm. top of, of us when we just filmed. And like you say, the colours are so beautiful and, and vibrant and I it, it reminds me of the new golden age because, you know, the colours there will be different to what we've experienced. Here they're sort of muted and they're sort of toned down but there they're going to be you know there'll be pearlescent colors and colors that we've never seen before and vibrancy that we've never seen before and I, I want to try as much as I can with what we can do put that into our documentary because color is so important it 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 for me and I paint as well so um with my paintings I love color and I have a lot of color in all, all my um artwork and that to me triggers uh, frequency as well and vibration and raising your frequency and, and um, yeah, I, it means a lot. I love colour. Mm. So what sort of paint artwork do you do then? Well, it was really funny because I just did one the other day and they all vary. They're very different. Some have got dolphins, some have got flowers, some have got just like uh, patterns. Um, it, it, I get guided, you know, um, so they have activations and, and soul encodings in the paintings. And I just did one the other day and it was a funny story to it because um, I <laughs> I had my son over and I really wanted him to do a painting because, you know, creatively it's it's good for your soul and, you know, it activates your sacral chakra and things. And he's only 20 and he, he got a third of the way through and he goes, Mum, he goes, I don't like it. I give up. I don't want to do it anymore. So then I thought I'm not going to throw the canvas out. I'm going to put a black, uh, like black over the top of it and then I'm going to paint over it, which I did. And then I created this like um, a fireworks type celebration on on this canvas and I'm really thrilled with it it's it's on my website I've just put it on but um it was funny because um I had two people look at this painting and it shows the difference in perception one of them said oh it's so beautiful I love it and th and that was um what I got from it that it was a celebration you know fireworks it was very positive yeah. somebody else looked at it and they go look you know honestly they said I I feel that there's a bit of darkness and a bit of anger in and it's completely the opposite experience of the painting and I thought wow that's so interesting it's such an expression of your own you know where you are within yourself it's like you know with um Freud in in psychiatry where they had those paint splats and they'd say to the to the person that came to see what does this one represent and and they get them to, you know, try and analyse these paint splats and, and they would think that that would give them an idea of where the person was. But it's such an interesting thing when you show people, oh, thank you, wow, you're clever. <laughs> That's it, fireworks. And um, when, 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 you, when you show somebody an artwork and, and one person says exactly the opposite to what the other says, it shows as human beings we're just so different, we have such different perception mm -hmm. Mm. fabulous well so uh do you find time to go to bed at night <laughs> um in the last five days not really <laughs> i'll certainly be doing it tonight. <laughs> living, living on the island mind you it's a bit more low-key it's a bit more mm. chilled you know, on the mainland it's like do, 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 go 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 but here it is it is more relaxed and i can focus on 
on um, you know the creative things more as well as you know I have clients with sessions online that I do and I have mentoring that I do online with clients and um, I also running the workshops that you mentioned like with Ian Welsh so we've got a really big live workshop on Sunday the 23rd which is one of his last workshops that he's offering live at the moment um, with what we've been doing but then he's going to probably be doing more as he gets more information downloaded but he hasn't received it yet so this mm -hmm. is uh, one of the last ones but um so you know i do those and then i'm, I'm working on this movie project so there, there's a lot of creative things to focus on which i can do quite easily here because it is it is very relaxed and mm -hmm. um that's it could be a good thing and also inspires me to be on my keto diet because you know you don't have all the restaurants and all the eating places <laughs> so it's really good for me because then I have to do my keto diet and and that's been really um a, a positive thing it's given me more energy so that's a good yeah. thing. And that's, that's what I found being away for a week it was um three meals a day and it's like <laughs> so I've, I've been a bit piggy this week i've i've eaten all sorts of little desserts that i don't normally you know and so today i came back and i've had my side apple cider vinegar and water i've had my lemon water <clears throat> so you're back, back on routine yeah yeah, yeah. So right get back up back to balance like you know so i enjoyed yeah. it while it was there and and you know like because the fruits and that you get in uk are nothing like that you get from overseas i mean i used to love the mangoes in oz and, you know, they used to be dripping down your face. And I bought one here and they're, they're like hard bullets. They're green wow. and, you know, and I thought, oh, God. That's very interesting. You know, my favourite thing, mango smoothie. Oh, my gosh, that is so yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and the, another thing we had, because they have great grilled, great big sliced tomatoes and, like, the flavour uh -huh. in them. And, and, like, I go around here, I always smell them just because – if they got no smell and you know i like to smell mm. fruit and so anyway so That's anyway right. i'm doing, doing the best i can with what i have over here <laughs> oh yes well we're very lucky aren't we here in australia with the, oh, really? with the food in that way yeah mm. especially mm. In, the, in the tropical climates up here north gets beautiful um amazing mm. like dragon fruit and all sorts of things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. right so um i think i've asked all the questions so we still got another 10 minutes so you know i, I sort of wanted to know about your film and i wanted to know what it's hang on i've got the, um, the track i was just going to play the track all right because i was thinking you've obviously touched soul yeah, yeah. with your songs oh thank you right go on then um well, i i um i have different songs for different um emotions you know, i guess This one was. Yeah, um, it just goes automatically. Ah, okay. I can play it. Um, it, but, just, it just jumped on oh, all play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did, did you did you want me to speak or will I stop? Should I stop? Um, I'll, um, I'll turn it down and then um, it's on full board. Just drop it down a bit. Hang on a sec. That's a lovely picture of you. Oh, thank you. You make some eggs, brush your teeth, then are on your way. We said things we can't resolve. 
So that, that that song was um that that was written about um when uh my marriage broke down and uh, you know that's that sort of like grieving process or the sadness that you go through especially when mm. you've got kids and things like that and um there was a filmmaker in um Australia, um, Chantelle Denou, who had a film production company called Denou Productions, and she loved the song and, and she asked if we, she could make a video for it. So she sh very kindly shot that video. We shot it in Queensland and um, she, she's she been an award-winning filmmaker, so we were very blessed, you know, to have her do that. And um, one of our other songs called Stand Strong, we had a wonderful young filmmaker, Darren Larkman in Australia, um, asked to do a video for that one. And that was shot and, um, in in the forest in Gippsland and, and in Victoria. And um, so, yeah, that, that was really fun doing those. So that also is an evolution, I guess, in terms of, you know, wanting to, to do a movie documentary because we ha had experience of going through that and making those videos and things, which was really, really fun. Um, but, yeah, that, that song is is about people getting in touch with, you know, their, their sad sadness inside and, and mm. feeling that. There's, there's also no point in suppressing it. You know, when we have emotions like that, it's important to be able to feel them and, and, and not... Mm just sort of squash them down or pretend they're not there, but to, to allow ourselves to feel them so that we can then um, transmute them. Mm. I always say <laughs> you have to feel it to heal it, <laughs> you know. Exactly. exactly. And, and and your natural instinct as a human being is to um, squash the pain down and, and try not to feel it because people don't want to mm. feel pain. But the problem with that is it just stays there and often it can build as well. And that's, you know, when you yeah. can and things like that because you're not allowing yourself to to feel the fullness of, of those emotions and you know we are here in this reality this earthly reality to experience emotions um and that and it's all part of it so yeah it's 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 really important. yeah and, and we're all on a journey i mean we're all going through different things you know there's n you know not that i know of there's not many people that are not you know one day you feel all right and another day you know, a piece of music can come up and then out of the blue, up it comes. <laughs> like, oh, where yes. did that come from? You know, yes. it, um, I used to be the opposite many years ago now. I was solid. I couldn't cry. And now, well, you know, doing all this inner work and what have you, I mean, anything happens and straight away it's there. I can't, <laughs> you yes. know, it's, it's great because I know that I've, I'm, you know, as I'm doing things, I'm clearing things and moving along. What's this? Sounds Oh, thank you so much, Jocelyn. Thank you for your lovely comments too. Um, this is the Stan Strong song that was uh, filmed in the forest. So what happened was she she starts off and she feels like she's sort of like enclosed and, and even I guess that theme of being in prison, you know, energetically, 
And then at the end of the video, she breaks out of the forest and the light comes through and she goes into the light. So, but that was the, 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 the song was to empower, you know, people to really connect to the inner strength. And uh, a big thank you to Darren Larkman who, who filmed that video. He did a wonderful job. Um, Can't hear it, Jeffrey. Can you turn it up a bit? So these these are all on your website. Are they? People want to have a look. Yes, and, and on my um, on my channel um, on Arise Humanity. And um, yeah, if anyone wants to join a lovely community too, we have the Patreon community that people can join, and we have some great community chats and soul healing group for the planet and for ourselves. And there's quite a few things that that we offer there. So yeah, so and and. Um, yeah, I love to. I love to connect people. Like I'm a bit of a networker too. So, um, and we have a we have a light worker team too that um, does healings, right? Like remote, distant healing. So, you know, I do that for the Patreon community as well. When when people are going through challenges or health issues, or you know, um, they require healing, we have an amazing team of light workers that that do these um, incredible healings and, you know, they they give feedback sometimes about what the person's going through and it exactly matches, you know, exactly what they're yeah. experiencing, which is, which is beautiful. So, you know, there's all these wonderful um, things that, um, you know, that we that offer as a community that they're really important at the minute to, to, you know, really unite and support one another through this enormous transition that we're all going through which humanity's never experienced before it's such a profound time and you know every person that's here on the planet at the moment every person listening is a really important pivotal part of this uh transition that is being looked at by all civilizations because it's so important so um you know my hat goes off to everyone who's on the planet at the moment that's part of this um well all the good ones anyway <laughs> not, not <necessarily. laughs> so who does all your i mean you know i i'm not of the um age that technology comes easy um in, in the past and oh, I, I haven't got the patience or and i haven't for a long time so who does all your all of that to keep that running and ticket over or do you do that yourself well the videos well the ones on my channel i do all the editing myself i use imovie and i use um garage band as well for some of the audio stuff and uh so yeah i do all that myself all the technical stuff and wow. uh, which is going to come in handy for, for for the movie but i'm i'm not the expert at all in any of that I've got a wonderful filmmaker called Martin Featherston and he is incredibly talented. He has a bio about over 10 pages long and he's got incredible gifts and skills. 
um, in the area of filmmaking and uh, you know special effects and all sorts of things. So I'm very blessed to be working with him. So he he's the true expert in all that area. But I I just do my little thing on my channel with my with my um, YouTube channel, and I love doing that because it's creative as well. You know you can you can do some really creative things with that, and mm. so that's fun. Um, yeah, I like that. It's it's creativity in different ways. You know, you can you can write a book and be creative. You can write a song and be creative. You can, um, you know, make movies and be creative. I used to when I was little, I used to do a lot of craft and and, and art. And you know, I'd spin spin wool and then I'd I'd make a scarf or I'd I'd, I'd um, do a um, on a loom. I'd do something to do with weaving, like a wall hanging or something. So. It, it just the creativity is there but it morphs in different ways into different things depending on what I'm interested in but to me a platform of um, media is really important at the minute because we need to replace the the, the lamestream media that we've had to put up with that has been um, part of the agenda that we no longer want to be part of so it's really important mm -hmm. to have alternatives available now for people that they can that they can watch. Mm -hmm. hey, um, you mentioned about authoring. I'm just going to put this up um, <coughs> for those people in um, northern New South Wales and Queensland. They may want to come to the Brisbane Writers Festival. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that would be wonderful. It's great, those things, because you, you, you meet with like-minded people. It's like, you know, when people would gather for the freedom protests and often they would find people that they ended up working with or they did things with. I often hear people connecting and meeting at those protests as well because they, they were um, motivated to do something to make a difference and they'd come together with very similar, you know, uh, belief systems. So, yeah, I, I love that, that unity. Um, and I think that's what the lockdown on on the, on the negative side of things of the um, in terms of the agenda they were trying to prevent people coming together in that way, um, and so you know that was because it is so potent and, and it does make a big difference. Well, a million Australians just turned up at Canberra without any major publicity, mm. just an intuitive feeling of going there, and yet. If you had happened to be um, Indigenous and you had a couple of dogs and you burnt down the front door of Old Parliament House, you got all the mainstream coverage. But one million Australians? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah they, they just went somehow to miss that one, didn't they? And it's so interesting because one, one of the – actually, she was considered by many to be the instigator of the whole camp of protests was a lady called Cindy Megan Barr um, or Cindy Roberts, uh, but her proper traditional name, I'm not very good at pronouncing um, because it's quite long. Megan Barr, I can't say it very well, but apologies for that. But um, she actually spoke at the Camp of Protestant and she was even apparently um, an instigator of the whole thing. And um, we, we had her in the, we filmed her uh, over the last four days as well for the, for the movie because um, that was such a key role and, and she's, um, making a difference in her way, and and of course you, we need the um, the original people, the First Nation people in the documentary because they're um, crucial to Australia and the and the progress moving forward. Yeah. Anyway, um, next week we've got um, a very special guest who is an investigative journalist, and you don't get 
investigative journalists these days because the newsrooms have been hampered by the lack of funds coming into the mainstream <laughs> newspapers and TV and radio stations. I mean, they were all crashed and burned until money started coming in for the last three years to gather something, but the newsrooms are all centrally located and so they're not getting the investigative journalism. Next um, Thursday, we do have an investigative journalist um, who's going to bring out all the stories of all the different towns and communities that he's travelled to in the last three years. And you know him as Michael Lockdown Cafes? Right. Um, it, it, oh, uh, the first time he actually get mainstream exposure coming in here. He's been yeah. on all the other platforms. So um, he's, he's fabulous, yeah. He's doing a great job, yeah. So I think it's time, you know, for other news um, media organisations because they just don't have the funds to do what they used to do before. This guy has been an independent investigative journalist and he's going to give you the facts of every town, every community, every suburb of what took place. And, I mean, there's a lot of issues that have created mental health now. Oh, totally. And I mean, it's scripted. A lot of the, the mainstream media, um, they have the same scripts they read from the news outlets and all this. And it's it's very much um, just manipulated and engineered what they're told to, to say. Mm -hmm. So, um, And also, I mean, you, you could go down the rabbit hole with this one. <laughs> you know, the CIA <laughs> links within, with a lot of the um, mainstream media uh, people and stuff like that. But we won't go there because that's a whole yeah. Best not. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, is there anything else you'd like to share before we close today? Any lasting words or anything? Well, I guess I, I just feel inspired to say to people, you know, just just go in on the inner and and ask your higher self, you know, what is it that I'm that I'm here to do at this time? It might be quite different to what you were here to do like a year mm. ago. Just mm. ask what what. Do the energy support me in bringing forth into the world at the moment? What is my gift? There's actually um, this, like a little prayer that you can say where you you ask to to really, you know, be told and connect to what it is in terms of the gift that you're here to bring the planet at the moment. And and you can do a thing where you, for example, um, the very famous psychic Edgar Casey encouraged this, where you have a, a, a glass of water and you um, say to the glass of water, you know, please share with me, you know, what my gift is at the moment for the planet and you drink half of the water and you say, you know, please share this with me when I'm sleeping. Please, you know, my higher self, you know, please tell me what it is. And then it, you drink half of it and then you sleep and then in the morning you drink the other half and apparently it's meant to help you answer those questions. So... Maybe someone out there wants to give that a go <laughs> if they're not sure what 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 the answers are. Yeah. Um, but you know, meditating is always great too to go inward on a meditation and and just see what comes in in that still place. You know, when you're quiet, what comes in as your guidance to 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 be able to do right now. And for some people, it might not be doing anything. It might just exist, be being, you know, existing, just being on the planet and holding your energy might be all that they're yeah. guided at the minute so it's different for everyone mm. right so well, fabulous <laughs> thank you thank you thank you it's been an absolute delight sharing and um listening to your story and and so 
we look forward to hearing when the movie becomes available so good luck in what you're doing and thank you once again for being the guest this week on our show oh thank you i really enjoyed it thank you so much for having me <laughs> very good thank you